We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Folks, what's going to stop Vladimir Putin? The question has been on the minds of many of us this week. What will stop him? Many have proposed that someone in Russia, on the inside, will have to take him out. And I'm embarrassed to say that I've taken delight in the idea. So badly do I want to see this senseless war come to an end. And I'm embarrassed by it because I know what the Lord says about violence, that he who lives by the sword will die by the sword, and that violence thereby begets violence. So how will it end? Pope Francis announced this week a better plan, that on Friday, March 25th, this Friday, the Feast of the Annunciation, yes, nine months before Christmas, he is going to do what Mary asked over a hundred years ago in Fatima. He and all the bishops and priests around the world are going to consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And we, as a people of faith, are to take hope in this. For we, as a people of faith, cannot hope in Putin's pain or death. And we, as a people of faith, instead are to hope for a change of heart. And if anyone can do it, Mary can. She whose heart was pierced by a sword of sorrow as she stood at the foot of the cross of her son and Lord, just as Simeon had prophesied, she, please God, will touch Russia's heart and pierce its hardness with a sorrow for its sins. But in the meantime, as we watch the evening news and read the articles online and in the paper, we look and see the devastation. We shake our heads and we try to do what we can in response. Thank you already for those who have brought in so many goods to be sent to the border. We also look to the gospel, to today's in particular, wondering why is this happening? Just as 2,000 years ago, people were wondering why those two tragedies of the first century had happened. Jesus is quick in the gospel to explain that there is no quick answer. He asks, do you think it's because they were greater sinners? No, not in those two cases in the gospel. And I'd propose, likewise, he'd say the same for those in Ukraine. He says, no, not because they were greater sinners, but he goes on to say, but turn from your sins, lest something worse happen to you. It's true, not all suffering is a punishment for sin. That's so important for us all to hear and be reminded of. Not all suffering is a punishment for sin, but at times our sins do need corrective punishment. A loving Father does so. And our loving Holy Father 
wants the best for Russia and for each of us. So Pope Francis on Friday is consecrating Russia and Ukraine to Mary's Immaculate Heart. And so what will happen, the cynics say? It's a nice prayer. It's an old man in Rome. It's a bunch of celibates around the world saying a prayer to the Virgin Mother. How sweet, how saccharine. What will happen? I'll tell you what will happen. Grace. At very least, grace, the life of God, will come in contact with our world. We can put up the blocks. We can ignore. We can pretend. We can fight against it. We don't know what the practical implications will be, but what can happen? That's the easier one to answer with the scriptures given to us today. What can happen? We find in our first reading today, from the book of Exodus, the burning bush, on fire, but not consumed. Folks, don't miss this. This is not just some nice image that's very photo-worthy for a, a, a children's picture Bible. God is revealing who God is to us. Yes, with his holy name, I am. Not just one being among many, but being itself. And then what does God do when being itself comes in contact with humanity? He does not desire our destruction. He does not look to consume us. But he comes in contact and raises us to a higher level of being. Take a look at that bush again. Bushes, they're made of wood. Yes, they, they burn. That's what wood does. But God takes that nature that is lit on fire and raises it up so it is not destroyed. So many people in our world today, and I'm sure Putin is included in them, we're afraid of God touching too close. Afraid of what that fire will do. Afraid that it will destroy our hopes, our dreams, our desires. Yes, it will destroy sin, but it does not destroy what is good in us. He desires instead to light us on fire with his warmth, with his light. Not leading to ashes and destruction, but being a beacon of goodness as it was for Moses so many years ago. I know it's a, a lot to process that image. Some people need a more contemporary view, and I've got one. Just down the street, there's another superhero movie. It seems like every few months there's another. It's a good image for us. God's grace at work in our lives does not do the Batman thing. It doesn't just give us lots of money and encourages us, uh, encourage us to work really hard to fight against evil. It's not, God does not do the Batman thing. God also doesn't do the Iron Man thing. You know that one, the one in the big robot suit, an exterior shell giving so much power, putting on a good show? That's not how God's grace works. It's not just putting on a good facade. And it's sure not 
the Incredible Hulk version either. God's grace coming into our lives does not turn us into something other than ourselves. But there is that one superhero that gives us a good image of grace. The one who was an 80-pound weakling who chose to step forward and do something good, who already was a good man with good values and became, sorry to geek out on you, but became Captain America, became this super soldier. That's what God's grace does. It does not change. It does not destroy. It doesn't just motivate. But it raises us up, takes all that is good and makes it so much more. That's the image that God gives us in the scriptures. That's how he reveals himself to us. We don't need Captain America to go and take him out, to take out sin and destruction. But we do need grace. We do need good people doing good things. We do need the immaculate heart of Mary inspiring. And we need the fire of his love. So we pray, come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love.